Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Black Light Podcast. My name is Adonia Jaja. This is Levi T. Arena. We're shouting at you all the way from Denver, Colorado. Uh, this podcast, we just want to let you know this podcast is for everyone. We're two photographers talking about stuff. We're, the name is Black Light. We're sort of exposing the industry and exposing life, but also, at the same time, we're talking about everything from race to culture to movies. Uh, technology. Technology. Levi just said That's technology. the first word of my <laughs> first word he said. Technology. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're here. We're doing it. We're talking. Uh, and so welcome to the Blacklight Podcast. Uh, Levi, how you doing? Did you have a good trip to Iceland? I did indeed have a great trip to Iceland. It's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. A couple weeks yeah. i suppose mm-hmm. but you know that's that's it so uh so highlight, serious highlight so and low light. okay no no, no. Okay. there are highlights and low lights of iceland all right nobody asked but okay go ahead what's the, <laughs> what's the... <laughs> low light was crashing the drone you crashed the drone no i'm just kidding oh like you didn't tell me about that. <laughs> I, had a, I had a de-escalated situation oh um, nice uh, highlight was I'm just kidding. Flying uh, the drone. <laughs> flying the drone. Now, yeah. I mean, actually, that, that has like been the highlight of my life is flying that drone. I think it's so fun. Yeah. It's been awesome. Like I truly want to buy my own. I'm probably going to buy this Mavic Pro 2 just because, again, it has a Hasselblad lens on it. Yeah. 20 yeah. megapixels. Yeah. Well, the lens isn't 20 megapixels, but... Well, I mean, the camera, yeah, the sensor sure. or whatever. What lens is on it, though? Do you know? I don't know. Just like a, I don't know, just a, a wide one for droning. Or something. something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so all I'll say, life is good. Life is good. Yep. Uh, my life is not so good. Okay. Well, I, tell us about that. I'm very upset with you. <laughs> 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 like I'm like literally angry, okay. and I'm about to drag you. This thing, there's this thing that you do, and I can't stand it. <laughs> I I can't. Literally, it's like when people do it to me, I'm like. What is going on? Why? And I go, I flip out. If I'm in the car, I go a little crazy in the car when this thing happens. You know, I'm just like, ah. And so I'm going to drag you a little bit because I need to understand what is going on. Why you do this thing to me. (laughs) Right? Why do you do it? Because I'm sure you don't just do it to me. Probably do it to everybody. Probably. I'm not sure what it is, but it's probably true. But I'm going to drag you a little bit. I'm going to make sure my mic's on before... Uh, all right. The thing is, I hate it. I hate it. Maybe I don't hate it because I don't know if I do it too, but I really dislike it. Oh, I really dislike it, man. When somebody, when they text me after I call them. <laughs> oh my gosh, it gets on my nerves so much. <laughs> Obviously, I texted you, or I called you because I wanted to talk to you. And then you text me back, like, I'm like, well, I guess I guess we're not going to talk. <laughs> well, I guess he's not in a situation where he can talk. You must have to text. What if I'm not in a situation where I can text? And that's why I called you. <laughs> why don't you call me back? <laughs> it makes me so angry. <laughs> Oh, I saw your. I saw that you called. Listen to your voicemail, and then they text you back, Levi. What's going on? You have to stand up for all the texters out there, because I listen. I hate texting. Okay, here's here's the thing. I have a good excuse for it today. What's your excuse? But only today. Everything else in the past. Wait, I have wait. An excuse for. 
Wait, so you normally do this, but today you have an excuse? No, no, no. I, I'm trying not to do this. I know I do this in the past Fair. because I've hated talking on the phone. Fair. But Oh, you don't like talking on the phone? I, it's like when my things... Well, up until about three or four months ago, I hated talking on the phone. And I've now gotten more used to it. But today, there's an actual legitimate excuse for this. Okay, what happened? Um, I... I'll tell you if it's legitimate. No, it is. I was thinking today, crap, I need to text AD back. And I was on my computer, so I texted you back. And then I left my phone upstairs, and I went upstairs exactly, like, literally a minute after I texted you and saw that you called me, and then I called you back. You didn't call me back. I did call you back. We talked on the phone today. Did we? You talked on the phone today. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We didn't talk on the yes, phone. Yes, we did. A hundred percent. No. Oh, after. I called after. you. You called. Okay, okay. Let's, let's back up the, the yeah, series yeah, of events. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You texted me a couple days ago. I, I was, texted you a couple days ago. That was yeah, a text. Yeah, yeah. I and was then, belligerent and didn't text you back till today. No, 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 no. I called you. Oh, I see what okay. you're saying. You texted me right when I texted you. I texted. Well, so then here's the thing. You called me. Right. My phone was, was upstairs. upstairs. I didn't see it. And I actually turned it off on my computer where my phone calls go to my computer. So I, I didn't see know you called. Saying. I was like, shoot, I have to text AD back because I haven't texted him in two days. I texted you. And then I went upstairs and saw that you had called me. And <laughs> it was like, oh, crap, I got to call AD. Then I called you and we talked on the phone after I had texted you. <laughs> But, but... Is that really what that's happened? Really, that is, okay, that is really what happened. All right, all right, But, 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 but hold on, hold on, hold on. In your defense of dragging me, <laughs> there's been many times in the past where you have called me, and I didn't see the phone call, and instead of calling you back, I just texted you. Wait, do you listen to the voicemail? Yeah. Like, if I leave you, you listen to the <laughs> voicemail. That's the part that gets me, because if you're listening to the voicemail, you're actually talking to me. Like, you might as well talk to me. That's Am I a, right? Am I right? You are right. Oh okay. my gosh. Here's, here's the thing. So a couple, probably months ago, maybe more than that, Apple has put in their phones where you can listen to the voice or you can transcribe the voicemail. Like yeah, can, yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, uh, I've had that on my phone for years. Okay. Okay. I have an Android. Android's had that for years. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Hashtag catch up. <laughs> the thing is though, voicemails give me the greatest amount of anxiety of all time. What? Because there's this thing where like, Someone needs you to talk to them, and you don't know what it's about. It's like when you're a kid and your parents say, hey, we need to talk, and I'm like... Wait, is that how your kids always, your, your parents always no, talk No, but when they you? say... Hey, we need to talk. <laughs> no. Oh, no. But when they say, hey, we need to talk, it's almost always like, there's something not, it's not going to be a cupcake but and a trip to the zoo at the end of that conversation. Oh, my gosh, but no one's doing that in this situation. I know, but it's, it's ingrained into me. Where I feel this anxiety. Now Wait, someone wants to talk. To someone you? wants to talk. I feel anxiety. <laughs> so like on the phone. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, like I, I, I can't understand a world where someone sees their phone ringing and think doesn't think to themselves, "Oh shoot, I gotta talk on the phone now." No matter who it is, even if it's your wife. Up until it's basically Hillary is the only person, and like, but up until very recently, in the past few months. I have lessened my anxiety in the phone because I've been talking on the phone a lot more. I've been working on my phone skills. It's actually been something I've been actively working on okay. is talking on the phone. Phone skills. Phone skills. Knife skills. Phone Knife skills. Numtech skills. skills. Phone skills. <laughs> Taco skills. So I'm working on it. All right. And all that's right. why I did call you back and didn't just sit there and be like, eh, I texted him, whatever. So, okay. So in this instance, I have an excuse. In this one particular instance, 
But in most instances, yeah, I don't really got an excuse, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's because crippling anxiety is the thing that keeps me from calling you back. Well, at least you have the crippling anxiety. That's that's a, an excuse. I can understand that. That's not you, like, I mean, okay. you can't talk on the phone. Then no, you can't I talk mean, the here's phone. the thing. I, I don't want to demean anxiety or make it seem it's a, like it's a joke because it's not. It's a true thing. Yeah, no, if you, but if it's you, not like it's not like it's an actual thing where I need to like work through it like with like seriously work through it it's just a personal quirk me being like the way i am and so, now we're talking the but phone. this doesn't really help me because i want to no. know why everyone it's because i'm sometimes. a bad friend that's no, why no no because I, I know you're not a bad friend so i'm always like why did he just call me back because to me calling is so much easier it i is. don't have to use my little my okay big thumbs you know texting is a very slow process for me unless i'm dictating it and sometimes I don't remember how to do it. You know, I'm just, so if I'm in the car, I would much rather call and just talk on the phone. It's yeah. so fast. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going really well. How are you? Good. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's the thing? The thing is the thing. And then, all right, well, great. Okay, see you later. Yeah. That's so fast. Or we have to go like this. Well, you've seen the Aziz Ansari thing, right? Where Aziz Ansari is like... He talks about texting. Oh, the text. Yeah, with it's the like, girls. listen, the house on fire. Text me that shit. Like, I don't care. Like, don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually haven't. I don't remember that one. Okay. I mean, I remember. I remember another one that he's talking about this girl. Oh yeah, I text like, her back. She texts me back. Yeah, yeah. I text yeah. her. Hey, you know, and we text her back. Like, how you doing? Great, great. Everyone's texting back, and then I'm like, so you want to get some pizza? And then nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. like nothing happens. And I'm like, yeah, that happens too. Like, just be nice, girls out there. Just like. You don't want to get pizza, you don't get pizza. If you want to get pizza, get pizza. Uh, but you're, you're, I mean, to your point, though, I think you have a point. To your point, there is something to be said about it's kind of a shady thing to call somebody and then respond with the text. I'm I mean, working on an AD. No, but you can I, call me out in the future. Well, Help me be better at this. I, I, have, I have the other side for me is I treat text and emails I treat that like like mail, like mail that I get in the freaking mailbox. Meaning You throw most of it away? <laughs> <laughs> don't open it. And, <laughs> no, but I don't open it right away. Yeah. And I also don't feel as much of an immediacy to actually respond. Interesting. To I text. feel so much immediacy with the text. I'm I'm the other way around. I'm like, if you're if you're writing this, that means it's very possible. In your mind, that you don't think I might see it right away, so therefore you don't really care whether or not. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but in my mind, like if, if someone sends me an email, it means that they don't want to talk to me right. They don't want to answer right away. All I feel right now is relief. Really, that I can text you a couple of days late, and you probably don't think anything of it. I don't think anything of it. Yeah, see? like you texted me when you were talking about you texted yeah. me a few days late. I didn't even cross my mind. Like, <laughs> wow, okay, like yeah, for me, I mean, texting is very much just like. Yeah, I'll text you when I get back to looking through all of my contacts and see, or all of my texts and see who I haven't texted back yet. Like, every, because everyone's just texting. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just so much. And so I don't, I'm not a great texter or emailer. I, I'm not great at it. So the question is, how does technology shape our lives and how has oh it changed the way that we see the world? How did you get so crazy all of a sudden? He just took us to Levi World. <laughs> we were doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> How does technology... Well, I, I think I that's mean, an like, interesting okay. question in the world of photography. Well, let's say... I, okay, this is... Take it back one step further. I hate to go there, 
but there is an age gap between us. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> are, are you ageist right now? I'm not ageist. I'm just saying. I think you're being an ageist I'm not, right now. I'm not ageist. I'm so you saying, think the reason is because I'm older no, than you? No, I'm saying, older do we overpass generational things? Norm is where you are like the older side of the millennial, I'm the younger side of the millennial, or whatever, middle side uh, of the yeah, millennial. I don't think you're the younger okay, side. Okay, I'm not the younger millennial. side of the millennial, that's for sure. I'm like a millennial. <laughs> and so is there this sense where like the ways we have communicated over the years have been shaped by how we've talked about crap? Like, I didn't get a cell phone until I was 16, which was a normal age, I suppose. Sure. But when I was 16, you were in your 20s. Yeah, but I had a cell phone when I was in college. But I was still never, I mean, it was, you know, an older phone. Maybe this is just, maybe I'm taking this to a place it doesn't need to go, but I just makes, it's a curiosity of mine. No, there are plenty of people my age who, which is still very young listeners. Uh, <laughs> I have all my hair. Um, <laughs> there, there are plenty of people my age that are really great at texting. I think this is just particular. I think okay. I am I'm just going to go ahead and take the age thing off the table. Thank just you. Just throw it away. Thank you. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not okay. It's not. Yeah. So we, we'll, we'll talk okay, about this son. after we turn off the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do like the question in terms of uh, cell phones and what they're doing to the world or to photography. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, maybe let's start that conversation. Like, where, what do you think about the input of cell phones? People ask this, you know, like, oh, Man, cell phones are so good. Or when someone asks you to uh, like recommend a camera, I often right. don't recommend an SLR. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? And yeah. they're like, well, I just want to take. I mean, your cell phones. Maybe you should upgrade and get the next best cell phone because yeah. they're amazing right now. But what do you think about that? I mean, I had this hilarious moment to myself where I was in Iceland, you know, a couple weeks ago. Sure. I was shooting on my on my DSLR in my hand. <laughs> I pull out my iPhone oh, really? and take a photo on my phone, even though I literally have my camera hanging around my neck. Wow. Because the immediacy of it. That's it's fast. just like, boom, here's this camera. Boop, 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 boop. X, like, Visco preset. Instagram stories. Like, here we go. It's done. Right. And it's, like, I have a, a camera that has freaking Wi-Fi on it where it'll take me maybe five minutes to download multiple fo- photos from my camera to my phone and then work on those but there's this immediacy with like phone like i wanted to see it through my phone yeah but quality wise do you feel like you your that picture is lacking compared to the i mean one? like if you yes. posted side by side your picture with your cell phone and your picture with uh the camera you're, you're shooting sony now or what no Can- canon canon yeah, yeah. Would you think you would have been able to tell a big difference on instagram on instagram online? probably not no probably, probably not, not but i mean maybe not but here's another thing too is just like it's so much easier to just take the photo and bloop, send off a text to my wife, like, here's where I'm at today. Here's what I'm doing. Sure. Things like that. We're just like this immediacy, even though I have the DSLR around my neck. Um, so I don't know, man. I feel like there is this duality where like, but I think it's also separation. Like I have this camera is my work camera and this is my fun camera. Like my photo, my phone is for like taking whatever shots that will die somewhere. And my DSLR is for taking like serious photos that like... Someone's so is that more for. of your personal headspace? Probably. So you think the camera could take serious shots? I mean, because I, I, you know, those guys that you pass at like a, a, a farmer's market or something who are like an art market where they're selling prints. Right. And I, I walked past, you know, this guy's thing when I was in uh, Knoxville a few months ago. And we're looking at these photos and me and my friend, we really like them. 
And then she was like, where, or what camera did you shoot on to the guy? And the guy was like, oh, these were with my cell phone. And he's selling prints, like, you know, 12 by 20 or whatever prints. You know, people are buying them for like 20 bucks. And he's like, I just take them with my cell phone. I edit it on my phone. And he sends them off to be printed. Because nowadays, those phones can take, they take decent photos. Like the new portrait mode on iPhone is only going to get better. Yeah. You know, but at what point, where's the line for you? Why is it only when you're working? Why don't you, but you actually did. You shot a wedding mm-hmm. with your iPhone. I did. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was an elopement. We did that. Oh, um, is that less of a well, wedding? Well, no, I mean, I think there's a little more flexibility with that. Like it's sure. a little bit more like you have, like if it was a wedding, I would have felt way more pressured and there's much more urgency to like, just be holding. Just, I, <laughs> well, like that. <laughs> Just family photos, your like, iPhone during family photos, <laughs> or like during like during the kiss, it's like I got this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like within a moment like that, it is a less of a pressure. Like they can be on the same page about this. Is not so like, you know, it's right. a little bit more like, hey, just do this one more time. Like, oh, hey, you know, it's you know, you can make it work with your, with the timing. Um, so I think that does like play into that. Um, but it's actually it's funny because I was actually talking. So on the first day I got to Iceland, I met up with a friend, Stimir. He's Icelandic. He lives there. He drove up to the west or sorry, the Snæfellsnes West Peninsula, Western Iceland, with me, and we drove around for the whole day taking photos and just like driving roads that he hasn't been on. And what we were both talking about is how people come to Iceland. You know, this is his country, but people like take the exact same photo everywhere. Like, they go to the, what, the iconic places, snap the same photo. They don't even, like, look for a new angle. It's just like, let me go to the spot that I saw this Instagram photo at and snap it. And I think that it doesn't matter what the tool is, whether a phone or DSLR or whatever. I think people are just generally pretty lazy overall, myself included, and want the path of least resistance. They want oh, to just, well. I mean, those are fighting words. Boom. All people. All people everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> 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 I'm picking a fight with humanity right now. All y'all be lazy, but no. So, but I mean, like myself included, in that like they go and they recreate whatever is the easiest thing. So like they get like a person in a yellow jacket in front of this big waterfall in Iceland, and it's like the same shot. But it doesn't matter if it's shot on an iPhone or a camera or whatever. The whole point is like, how do I make the easiest thing because it's easier to just do what's already been done versus making something new. So we were talking about these things as we we're out like in new places in Iceland, trying to find sure. places that haven't been photographed. And so I think it's a really interesting concept, though, that whether it's an iPhone or te- I think just technology just makes things easier for us to recreate something versus making something new. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what about, man, I guess I, I hear what you're saying and I'm, my mindset is a little bit more of, I like, I like that there's so many photographers out there shooting all this stuff like i always like to liken it uh to food uh just because Food's i amazing. am heavy set <laughs> would you say would you call me medium medium build yeah i'd say a medium build thanks that's that's really really loving levi um <laughs> anyway so <laughs> i think it was like a sarcastic undertone of like <laughs> thanks a lot like, like, like i think this uh you were supposed eight- to say no your normal build, AD, you're supposed to be like, no, you're not a medium build. You're just, you're real thin looking. Okay. <laughs> that, that would be a lie. You're right. Okay. So this, <laughs> this is what I'm saying when I talk about food. Okay. Is it like, 
everybody at home maybe makes the same dish. Maybe everyone, they make Kraft macaroni and cheese. It, they make it over and over again. Like the brand Kraft, not like Sure, Kraft just like easy yeah. mac yeah, and yeah, cheese yeah. Okay. is like a staple in the home. Sure. It's easy and it's fast. And maybe that's the cell phone photo, right? And so that's the thing that technology is making it easier for us, for us to make mac and cheese at home all the time. But I still think that our, not just the tool of the, the camera, because, you know, when we think about photography, <clears throat> excuse me, there's still like, there's the idea of this person went to a place and shot it a certain, you know, shot it from what's normal. And then the other idea is this person showed me what he thought about a place or, you know, in one side, he said, this is the world as it is. And this is the world that I would like to show you or, you know, the world as it could be. And so when I think about food, I think, you know, like, okay, I can either have mac and cheese or I can have like this fine dining experience. And so when the question comes to me where people are like, what do you think cell phones are going to kill wedding photography or just photography? Like everyone has a camera now. And I'm like, yeah, but everybody cooks, but there's still restaurants. Like, and the reason is, is because one, well, the fine dining restaurants, I think that's where I like to make the comparison is that like, I hope that some of the, crappy photographers kind of get pushed off to the wayside. Sure, yeah. But the ones that are, like, the ones that are just taking pictures of a yellow jacket that's easy to recreate, and I can just be like, hey, click, and it's just, and like, literally, photography is not a difficult thing. A monkey could do it. Like, you could just put a camera in someone's hand and say, press the shutter on automatic, and they're going to get a great photo, or a decent photo with their iPhone. iPhones are great now, but there's another, there's another level. There's another, like, okay, but what if we do this? And then we see the light go, doing this thing and then we wait for this and timing and there's so many factors that make photography an art form and that's why, that's why I still shoot with DSLRs is because I can control so much of, and I can control it faster. And I actually think my, well, not to post on Instagram, but my camera is faster. I can shoot with it faster than I can with my phone. Hmm. You know, like if I had my camera in my hand and had my phone and I want to take a portrait of someone, I would have the portrait taken quicker on my camera. You See, probably would yeah, too, Yeah, right? that's fair, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when I think about it, I'm like, no, like, I, I want to be the fine dining. I want to be the Alenia of photography. You know, Alenia, the place on... Uh... Dropping fancy restaurants in here now, huh? Well, you know Alenia. <laughs> Shout right? out to Alenia. Shout out to Alenia. <laughs> Can we get uh, sponsored by We'd Alenia? like to do a review of Alenia live yeah. on the podcast. A live review of Alenia in Chicago. So uh, just give us a call. Yeah. Uh, you got our numbers. Just hit us up on the Black Knight <laughs> podcast. If anyone listens to the podcast and they know uh, the chef or any anybody, on literally staff, anybody, even like an uncle of yeah, somebody, yeah, who works just, at Alenia, just tell them that we're you know that we we gave them a mention, we gave them a nod, um, the nod. Yeah, Denver doesn't have any uh, Michelin stars. I don't think it does. What, what is up with that? How is that even possible? We're having like this food revolution here. And there's so much good food here, but we have not I, one. I think Michelin we're in star. that 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 place between classic and, and like modernism, where like things are happening. There's new stuff, but it's not a classic yet. It hasn't been proven. It hasn't stood the test of time. And oh. I think it's just like I think we're a couple years away from it. I think we're getting close, but I think it's everything is still like new and like trendy, which isn't bad necessarily. But I think it's 
people are waiting to see if it sticks and if it's like, yeah, this is going to be around for a long time. Because sure. honestly, all my favorite restaurants in Denver, for the most part, are like less than 10 years old. Yeah, but you can get a Michelin star in your first year. Yeah, that's true. You, you can. get two, yeah. like, apparently. But it's probably, I'm not, and I, I can be wrong with this because I'm not as familiar with the Michelin star system, like how it's de- delineated. But I feel like those people who open Michelin star restaurants get it early on in their career, probably have had a long-standing history of being pretty well-known chefs leading up to that. Well, maybe. It's anonymous. Hmm. Like, no one knows who the Michelin star people are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dude in his basement, like some sweaty guy no, just sitting they, in his own basement. Meaning that they, like, I'm sure they know each other, but they come to your restaurant without you knowing. Maybe they have never come to Denver. Maybe they just don't like Denver. It's just, you know, the altitude or something? Yeah. I mean, too many drinks, man. I think it's crazy that we don't have one. I mean, there's a few, I think To the Wind. I love that spot. Never had a bad experience, but maybe it's not as hoity toity. But there's another Michelin ranking, sort of this like like cheaper, fair. Sure. You know, like ranking. the runner runner up Michelin star. No, no, it's actually not. It's just things that are less than twenty dollars oh, okay. or something like that. I don't know what the ranking is, but apparently there is a ranking. Hmm. I uh, mean, I don't know what it's to called. your point about to the wind. So, per your recommendation, we went there for our anniversary. Had an awesome time. True, food, food was great. Yeah, but it, it does feel like it's kind of an eclectic place. Like it's fine dining, but also pretty casual. But I think that's also Denver too. Like Denver is this place that like takes all these refined things and kind of like puts yeah. them into business casual. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, there are a few. There are a few restaurants I think that are doing their thing. They're just not on everyone's radar. They're you know like, so fruition right there on sixth. I, I haven't think, been there yet. No. Yeah, it's super fancy. You know, I, I still I I went there six years ago, and I remember the watermelon salad. It was amazing. You know, like it was stunning. Uh, Frasca is still on the top yeah. of the charts, yeah. and that's a fancier restaurant. Maybe it's not. You know, I think it's probably one of the fanciest in town. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Flagstaff House in Boulder, like there are a few there that I, you know I went there. The meal was amazing. It's a little like I'm not going to talk bad about the Flagstaff House. It was amazing, okay? <laughs> but it was kind of like, oh, cool, this is great. I mean, yeah. it was that one was for a wedding, so I don't know what would have been different. But um, I just think that once we get a Michelin star, people are going to go bananas. Like I will go to that restaurant over and over again. Like I just, who's it going to be? Because we have restaurant tours here that are doing stuff. They probably do. Food, but uh, anyway. All right. Yeah. Pulling sorry back, for that. Pulling, no, it's okay. Pulling yeah. back to the conversation from we were just finishing. I have two questions for you. What are your two questions? <laughs> Let me tell you my two questions. Two questions. The first one is less serious, and the second one brings it actually back to the point. First question. Okay. Speaking of this craft macaroni and cheese and separating <laughs> <laughs> and separating that as like the lower tier. What is the best mac and cheese you've ever had? In your life. Oh. Are you asking me what's the best cell phone photo I've ever taken? No, I'm asking you literally what the best mac and cheese is. Whoa, there's a lot of connections going on here. There are, Uh, and we'll get to that. uh, Best mac and cheese. The best mac and cheese. Honestly, I took a motorcycle ride with a buddy up to to Morrison, and there's a place called Mac Nation, and they just serve mac and cheese. With, with like different additives. Like That's awesome. Mac and cheese and ribs, mac and cheese and steak, mac and cheese and whatever. Um, it wasn't the best, but that's the first thing that came to mind. It was just like really great and it was fun. Yeah. And it was a motorcycle ride. So we just like got off and 
you know, had some Mac G's and talked and, um, so I'm going to have to put that up right now just because I can't, nothing else is coming to mind. Yeah, that's so, fair. I put you on a spot. Yeah. No, no worries. If I think of it, I'll, I'll text you. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll call you back. With, yeah. with a... Okay. Second question then is, do you think something like Instagram in general is just a cesspool of craft macaroni and cheese where it's basically just the lowest common denominator of things that we all can tolerate, all can like, obviously not like this is an overarching statement, but in general, do you think that that's the platform for just like everything to kind of like pull into just being quote unquote, like household name. Like now yeah, everyone knows craft Mac and cheese, like the brand craft, like they make it on a stovetop. Oh, Everyone's think, had that. Do I think Instagram is lowering the standard of photography? Kind of like, yeah, we're like, there's just these like certain shots are just like expected. Like, okay. And a shot of a person uh, standing on top of a defender in Iceland, like this white truck kind of a thing in Iceland. Like that's just like, like everyone sees it. It's like super like overdone. Everyone knows it because it's just super common. We've like kind of like taken these things and recycled them. And instead of making them important, now they're just kind of like whatever things that you see on Instagram. Well, I think that's, I think what you're talking about is another thing in general or another thing in total is, is just what, what art does and what it's supposed to do is to redefine the generation and the way we see things. And so if someone takes a photo and it becomes Instagram normal or Instagram famous or whatever, and then people start copying it, I hope that that person who took the photo is now on to the next thing. You know, he started a trend or she started a trend and now she's like, all right, boom. Now you guys understand what cool is. I've just defined it for you and now I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep, I think, I mean, we do this. That's what magazines, that's how they live by putting out brands of or clothes that look amazing and people are like, ooh, I want to dress like that and they copy it, you know. And so we talk about this a little bit, like photography, is a mimetic art. That's meaning that we are fancy co- words. Holy crap. Mimetic, uh, mimesis being to copy. Like we're, we, we copy things. The first photo photographer, or the first, uh, uh, the first camera was a, a copy machine. Literally. Like it was just trying to copy something. And so even the person who took the photo of the guy of the thing on top of the thing or whatever in Iceland, he's still just taking a picture of what, exists on earth you know and and so when people copy from that i'm okay i'm like do whatever you know but i will show you a world that's a little bit differently or a little bit different yeah in the next photo and then i, I will I, I this is kind of along the same lines but i was actually talking to someone about instagram earlier and i in general i love instagram i love that there are so many photos and I love that people are, are are looking at more photos, just in general. They're just like intake, intake, intake. I think that's great because I think in the future, it makes them say like, oh, this is different. Like they're tasting food. They're going to taste cakes and at some or whatever. And then at some point they're going to say, oh, this is a real picture. Oh, Dang, you know, that, is, that is a truth bomb. I, I hope so. Yeah. I don't know if that's the truth or not. I just hope that at some point they're going to, they're always intaking and taking and taking and hopefully it's mac and cheese and then one day they're going to have what's your favorite mac and cheese did you have one i do what is it it's actually homemade it's homemade mac and homemade cheese? mac and cheese yeah. so the only place i could go for the best mac and cheese you've ever had is here yes all right touche sir yeah touche um we should make it right after this 
We should. <laughs> we should take a break and make some mac and cheese. <laughs> the best mac and cheese you've ever tasted. Um, the other thing, the guy that I was talking to earlier, he had actually talked to one of the Instagram execs uh, before Instagram was sold uh, to Facebook. And the Instagram, one of the creators, or I don't know if he was a creator or just an exec, but he was like, we wanted to make something. We realized that people think they're important. This is what he said. <laughs> this is what the guy told me that the Instagram guy okay, said. Yeah. So who knows if it's true, right? And so please don't, oh my gosh, Instagram, don't come at me. But whatever. Uh, he said, we want to, we, people think they're important. And they think people care. So we want to make a platform where it's, you know, like Facebook, but just something that where it's, it's very easy to show off what you're doing because people think that people, other people care about what they're doing. But in reality, this is what a guy said is that people don't actually care what other people are doing. They just care what they're doing. Yeah. And so they like other people's photos, so other people will like their own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. And I don't know how, I don't actually, I love Instagram. I love looking at, just seeing what other people are working on and doing. But that was the, the first idea of it, was like, we know people like showing off what they're doing. And so let's make a foundation where that's just the easiest thing. It's just It's just a picture. It's instant, you know. And so, uh, anyway, I was talking about earlier. So we're talking about Instagram. So it's like kind of interesting. It's kinda yeah, like, that's actually crazy insightful. Yeah, it's kind of like oh, oh no, <laughs> but whatever. Kind of like I, yeah, yeah. I use it behind the curtain. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we are gonna talk about the age-old question. The age-old question is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> we're back. All right. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, it is the conversation you have been waiting for. Um, Levi, what do you think about this? Is a hot dog a sandwich? I think no. Okay. A hot dog is not a sandwich. Are you sure about this? Have you thought it through, or <laughs> you're just saying that? <laughs> Are you picking a stand? You know? <laughs> At first, I thought I did, and now I, I don't know. Well, okay, uh, if a hot dog isn't a sandwich, why is it not a sandwich? Why okay, isn't it? so the reason why it's the reason why it's not a sandwich is because it doesn't fit the normal structure of a sandwich. What's the normal structure of a sandwich? Normal structure of a sandwich is slice of bread. Slice of bread. When you say okay, go ahead, continue. Like or whatever, a piece of bread, bread bottom, mm-hmm. bread on one side. Fillings in the middle, that could be meat-based or vegetable-based. Bread disconnects. No, no, no bread. Bread disconnects. Bread, this bread is disconnects. Important. Yep. Um, all this, the fillings that you put on top, um, and then a slice of another piece of bread. So, Meaning that if a hot dog, if you took the bun and separated it, it therefore becomes a sandwich. But because the bread is hinged, it is more like a wrap. A wrap? Like a wrap. Like a tortilla. So you think a hot dog is a wrap? Yeah, I do. There's no way you can possibly think that. It doesn't go all the way around. Well, the thing about like uh, a gyro. Is a gyro a sandwich? Uh, I think a gyro is closer to a taco. (laughs) A gyro doesn't go all the way around. It wraps around the meat. A gyro is like a taco. Yeah, so a gyro isn't a sandwich. So the question really is being asked is, is a hot dog a taco? Do you think a hot dog is a taco? 
<laughs> I think it's plausible that a hot dog is in a relationship or in the family of taco, taco family. family. Yeah. So if you're at a restaurant, it's your restaurant, and you're going to list the things, the, the menu items. I'm going to have a taco restaurant, and then the rest of the menu is going to be like beef brat, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> All the kinds of tacos All you can have. <laughs> like, what in the world? And like carne asada, like slight, right in the middle because they're all in the same family. I'd give you a Michelin star for 100%. <laughs> just for the, the ingenuity alone. I'm like, wow, okay. he's redefining my world right now. What do you think? Uh, I think I'm going with a hot dog being its own thing. I think it has its own classification. Why? Uh, one, because it is on leaven bread, <laughs> all right? So it's not on a, you know, a flat tortilla. Okay. Like it's on leavened bread. <laughs> it's, on, it's not and, on leavened bread, uh, and like I think those tacos. It's content-oriented. A hot dog is a hot dog because of the dog. Because of the hot dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's very much a hot dog because of the thing inside of it. Where a sandwich can be a whole bunch of other things. Okay. Like, hot- is, a, is a burger a sandwich? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, no question. A burger is bread. Is, is a hot dog separate bread. because the thing in the middle is in a tube? Yeah, it's in a... It's a what are you getting at? Like, what you, is, it the, <laughs> is it the shape of the it's thing? It's the hot dog shape. Okay. A hot dog is a hot dog because of because of the dog part of it. And so, if I put a hot dog inside a taco shell, it's still I would a hot still dog. A hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What yes. if what if you took like a burger, like a burger bread? Burger bread. Yep. Like, like a, a bun. Like a, a bun. bun. Yeah. yeah. Stuck a hot dog in there. And someone was like, hey, man, what are you eating? And you're like, I'm eating a hot dog, 100%. Because <laughs> okay. everyone's done that. They've taken a That's piece of true. bread. What like if you took like... bread. Have you done that? <laughs> I've then, done it. Yeah, and you just have it. And it doesn't taste the same. <laughs> it tastes it nasty. It's, yeah, it's horrible, but it's still just regular white <laughs> but bread. But I still eat it. I'm Why like, does it taste so bad? Like, I need a hot dog bun or I need nothing. Like, get this out of here. <laughs> so okay, funny. but what if you took three hot dogs okay. and put it like on a bun so it more closely resembles the shape of like a burger, kind of rectangular-ish. And you could eat it like a burger, not like it's not like all like wonky and like weirdly like you could just you know pull it down. It's more like burger shaped. Are you still eating a hot dog, or is it like is it having multiple dogs in there make it like more like a sandwich? I think at this point, it's if semantics. You're it's just semantics. making bad decisions. <laughs> like if, if this is where you're at with your life and you're eating like three hot dogs at I a need time, to eat three hot dogs at the same time, <laughs> just to make it a burger. And like everyone's like, no, please stop it. Oh no. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I, I don't know about that one because you know they put like a they would cut a hot dog and put it on like a, a sandwich. I cut it in half or whatever and mm-hmm. put it on a sandwich as a topping. Or as a garnish or something. Or in mac and cheese, full circle. Oh, but not really. Well, people put like hot dog stuff in like mac and cheese. No, they do, but I'm saying it's not full circle. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. Okay. Okay. But I I think we can make it an infinity sign (laughs) if we come back to it after we go full circle and come back. Okay, you were talking about hot dogs cut in half. I'm really done with that part. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No, all I was saying is sometimes they cut them off, they cut them in half and put them on. A burger or something. Oh yeah. And I wonder, it doesn't make the burger a hot dog because they've, you know, like it's still a burger. The hot dog just becomes a topping. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. So hot dog can be a topping. Yeah. As if, well as its own thing. But if eaten alone, it's a hot dog in in its own class because of the dog. Because of Man. The, the hot dog part. That, <laughs> this is the most I've thought about hot dogs in a long time. I think about hot dogs fairly often. No, actually, I don't. I don't really even. I don't really like. When's hot dogs. the last time you had a hot dog, man? I don't know, man. I, don't, I I think of a hot dog as a child's food. I also think that. Well, here's the thing: when I got married to Hillary, she was like, <laughs> "I love hot dogs," and I was like, "What? I don't know anyone who likes hot dogs. <laughs> like, no one actually likes them. You just eat them because your parents give them to you." Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's just like it's like the the path leaves resistance. Like a parent's like, I don't know what I'm gonna feed my kid. Let me take this like weird looking meat and throw it in some boiling <laughs> water, and the next thing you, now, know, you got lunch. I will say like an all beef frank. Like I don't mind eating if I'm at a at a barbecue. It's easy. Yeah, you know. Okay, I mean like so brats. Sure. I think once you get starting into like brat style things, right, I mean right. it's a whole different game. Oh, okay. So you're cool with brats. So or well, the question, you're talking about are, like the like just Jewish like, national. Yeah. No, actually, I think those are pretty good too. No, so is a brat a hot dog then? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's in the family. It's in a delineation of the hot dog. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I still like the taco thing, but... You think a hot dog is a taco? You, you wrap the thing around it, and you eat it from one side to this side. You don't eat it like a sandwich. Lemon you eat it like... Burp, 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 burp. Like nice. a corn on the cob, you eat it directionally. Like one direction to the right to the left. What are you, you talking about? You eat corn on the cob? You eat no, it? No, you eat your your hot dog. Wait, how? Well, I mean, you start at one side and you finish it at the other side. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you eat the top. Oh, of no, no, no. I mean, like, you I eat, eat it all the way down. I was like, <laughs> no. Down the middle. Please don't do that. <laughs> There's only one way to eat a hot dog. Am I right? There's only one way to eat a hot dog. Unless you're like five and you just eat things oddly, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, man. we're going we're gonna to move on to photographer of the week. Oh, photographer of the week. All right. Our photographer of the week today is going to be B. Walker. Ooh, B. Walker. B. Walker. Come on, Levi. Operating under the moniker Paper Monday. So if you're on Instagram, at Paper Monday, uh, B and her husband, Roger, um, are based in New York. And they are storytellers. They're artists. They are taking portraits of amazing people. Um, I love their work because I feel like it is so... So consistent, um, and so I think just like I think it's like the zeitgeist of the world they live in. I think they live in Brooklyn. Oh, wow. I feel like it encompasses the people around them. Um, I feel like their portraits often you know embody their friends or people that they care about. Um, and I just think the portraits are just sweet. They're lit in a killer way. They just look awesome. I would take one of the portraits that they have and I would put it on my wall. I think it's that cool. Which one would you put on your wall? Um, right now, actually, it's probably a photo. Um, it's a picture of uh, two guys. They're standing back to back, both wearing like black turtlenecks, black hats, facing the opposite direction. It's on their Instagram. It's on their Instagram. Yeah. Um, it just looks sweet. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you uh, haven't checked out their work, I would head over to at uh, Paper Monday or PaperMonday.com. B Walker, uh, check her out. Making some killer work. Uh, I actually think she's going to be speaking again at workshop this year. Maybe not, but she was speaking at workshop when we she were there. Was, when we were speaking there yeah. last year, she was there. Yeah, and uh, she was the talk of the town. I didn't get to take her class, um, but did you did you listen to her? Speak I or? did listen to her speak. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. yeah. I didn't take her class, but I listened to her speak on because uh, she spoke. I think the night before as well too, and it was awesome. Oh yeah, and so, I wasn't in town yet or something. Like that. I don't know. Maybe you're probably at a restaurant eating delicious food. 
Probably. Yeah. I do love that life. Speaking of actually delicious food, um, if you are interested, AD and I are both going to be oh at Arc. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to go with us? The cereal. Uh... Oh. <laughs> that too. Yeah. That's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> I got you, people. This October in Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. AD and I are going to be speaking at a conference called Arc. Um, when we're not at the conference, we're primarily going to be eating food. Yeah. All over. Sushi. Hopefully sushi. Because sushi dim- in Vancouver is insane. Oh, yeah. yeah. But probably some dim sum. <laughs> dim sum. Oh, yeah. Dim and sum. It, there's also this awesome restaurant that is actually a Cambodian restaurant, but serves amazing pho. Okay. They'll probably have to check out as well, too. All right. Man, do we have enough time? I feel like we're all we're going to be doing is eating food. <laughs> talk, talk. Eat, 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 eat. Yes. So if you're interested in coming to ARC, check that out. Um, it's called The Experience. It's actually in the conference. ARC is the kind of organization behind it. Uh, it's The Experience is the name of the conference. Yeah, it's actually probably – it's everyone that has been to this workshop says it's one of the best run workshops, and it's one of the more informational. Like they talk – they don't only talk about – Photography. They talk about all sorts of facets of life that will help you just kind of be a better person and then also be a better photographer. Uh, yeah, shout out, shout out to my boy Sachin. He's uh, running that that uh, workshop, and he's doing an excellent job. So if you uh, look for it, you're looking for a workshop to hit up, and you want to see Levi talk about uh, the myths, or what are you, what are you talking about, Levi? Do you know what I'm actually going to be talking about? The violence of intention. The violence of intention. Yeah, is that is that literally that's literally in my title. I literally thought you just made that up. Thank you for laughing. At my no, topic. I wasn't laughing. I was being. I was dumbfounded. I laugh when I'm dumbfounded. Oh, okay, yeah. uh, I think you're making fun of it, but that's okay. No, you can check out experience dot dot co to check it out. And uh, check out Paper Monday. Paper Monday. Uh, it's spelled Paper Monday. <laughs> dot, <laughs> dot com to check out this uh, these cool iconic um, portraits that B Walker and her husband are doing. Guys, that's the Blacklight Podcast. Are we good? We're you, good. Yeah. Uh, if you, the thing is, if you have questions or you want to contribute to the conversation about our hot dogs sandwiches, yeah, um, hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, we have the Blacklight Podcast uh, Instagram handle. Or hit up Levi T. Arena or Adonia Jaja, both on Instagram. Or you can just send us a text. Um, or yeah. you can come You can come to my house. Come, come be on the pod. Let's go get some dinner. I don't care. Yeah. That's, cool. That's cool. To the wind. Let's make a reservation. To the wind. All right, y'all. Person. This is the Blacklight Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. All right. Peace.